Claudine Hemingway is a descendant of famed writer Ernest Hemingway. We bumped into each other at a party and decided to team up and dive deep into French history, but with a twist, by bringing a spotlight to those lesser-known creatives in France. This is History with a Hemingway. Welcome back to Paris History of a Hemingway. Today we are talking about Claudine's favorite history books. And as we all know, Claudine is a huge history buff. So I think her taste in books would be very helpful to all of us. So take notes, guys. If you want some great books on history, French history, Claudine's going to give you a list of her favorites today. And I do, I get asked all the time, I get messages from people like, what's the best book to read about Marie Antoinette? What's the best book to read about this? And so I actually compile a pretty big list and we'll do this a couple of times because of course I had so many, I had to break it down into themes (laughs) and I have a bunch of these listed on my website where you could just go right there um, and even just order it from Amazon and I'll get even like a whole penny or two if you do. (laughs) I know it's just, you know, it's a new pair of Louboutins any day now. But I do get a lot of people asking. And so, um, and I have people all the time. I sometimes on tours, I have, I've had a couple people ask me if I actually sleep on books at night. (laughs) How I, and if if that's how you could actually impart it into your brain, that would be (laughs) all you had to do is sleep on a book. Well, maybe not so comfortable, but unfortunately not. The reason I is because I do read you know, if I'm not, when I'm doing research, it's all from books and mostly it's French books. So some of these are going to be in French, but some of them, you know, there's great ways to use, um, ways to translate things. Um, but they're usually, you know, a lot of the stuff where I find the really good deep information is because it's in French books. Yeah, definitely. You're going to have to get some Frenchy stuff. You're going to have to get some Frenchy stuff if you really want to get in there. But I actually have quite a few in this little list today that um, aren't just that. Uh, But there's a couple of them that um, are my go-tos. And when I moved to Paris, these were the first things I packed. Um, When I did move, I had so many books, hundreds and hundreds of books. And um, of the first ones I moved over, I had to move all my Louvre books. And then I had two boxes of the ones that I used all the time for research. Um, and one of those is, um, it, the first book is by Jean-Marie uh, Cassinier and it's called um, Paris Dictionnaire de Nom des Rues. So it's the Paris Dictionary of the Names of the Streets. And this is really cool because years and years ago, I came here and I was like, I love the fact that every single street has a different name. Sometimes it's, you know, one street, like, you know, in the US, like you might have, like in New York, you have Broadway or you have Main Street and these things. And this and the street, as far as it goes, is called Main Street, but not in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> that street could change names every two or three blocks. Oh, what? <laughs> it is really confusing. Like up where you are, Rue La Peak is amazing to me because it starts there down by the Moulin Rouge, it goes up the street, it goes left, it winds around, it goes all the way to the top of Notre Dame. And it's amazing that it's one street that bends and curves and changes, and it's still the name of one street. But here, down near me, if you go on the K, so you're going along the Seine, and it's like the, you know, it's the K Malachay, the K Voltaire, it changes like literally every two blocks, it's a new name. Yeah, that's so true. And I found that when I was doing years ago, when I was obsessed with the Tour de France and I was writing doing this thing called the Tour de French Cuisine, and I was writing about the street names. And that's when I realized, you know, this is like 2008, long before I came to Paris. 
I was like, why these names change? How is anybody going to remember these? But then you live here. So I was <laughs> always like, I want to know the name reason why every single street is named that. And a <laughs> lot of times you will look up on the side of the building and you see the street signs and it'll say like, say it says Rue Bonaparte. And then it says it's named after Napoleon Bonaparte. And it'll have like the years he was alive and when he died, or it's named after this author and it'll say Acrivain and then the dates. So it does give you some information, but this book is really cool. And all these are linked on my website. But it has every single street name, square, passage um, in this book. And so oh. you could go from uh, Rue de la Baie to the Boulevard de la Zone. So it's A to Z. It's a complete history. It's really fascinating. And it'll even tell you in there that it, if this street used to be called this, because that's a whole nother ball of wax where you throw in there. <laughs> when you're doing research and it'll say this person lived on this street. Well, but this street doesn't isn't here anymore. There's no street by that name because they do change the names of the streets sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So it's a really, really cool book. Um, there's another one um, by Oscar Lambert that's called uh, Rue des Sol. It's another great book for the street hunters. It gives you all these specific little things about streets like Rue Richelieu and Rue Mazarin. Um, and it's just filled with all these great histories. Um, another French one is Jacques um, Hilaire's Connaissant de Vieux Paris. So it's knowing old Paris. Um, if this is a really cool book, this was originally published in 1951. Um, I saw it in bookstores all the time and I kept wanting to get it. And then one day I was walking down the quay and there in one of the beautiful, wonderful Bucanese, which is a great place to find books. It was sitting there and it was wrapped up in somebody it was used. And so it was like 10 euros. Um, it's so cool because it's all broken out by areas. So you could go and it'll say like the Latin quarter and it'll tell you like it's this section of the Latin Quarter, and it's like all the streets, and it that I'll also tell you it used to be this name of it, but then it also breaks it down by some of the buildings on the street and their architectural features. So it'll say, you know, number 12, Rue Bonaparte, and it might say it has an amazing iron balcony and then has a staircase inside that's you know on the historic register. It's really, really cool. And when I bought it because it was a used book, there was a clipping from the newspaper in it when it the book was published. Wow. And there was this whole article about the author. And it was like, that's what I love about finding used books. Yeah, used books are cool. I love them. They're really cool. And they always smell really good. You know, nice, yeah. mildewy. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to smell mildew. Yeah. So those three um, are really great ones. Those are all in French, but you know, you can take, you know, you could take your phone, you use the Google translate app and you could basically, you could hit it to French to English and hit camera and you could point it at the page and it will translate it onto your phone. I mean, it's going to take you a while to go through it all, but in a pinch and you don't like, I know my wonderful um, Susan, my client and wonderful friend, Susan, she loves to do this. And she's actually, I was just with her a few months ago and it was amazing all the French she now knows, but she does that all the time because she knows this is where the good stuff is. Yeah. And actually, like you said, it's it's kind of like a great way to learn French too. And like, just take your time. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't learn the language, but when it's a topic you're interested in, you could feel exactly. easier. It is. And my French, my first French tutor I had, he was um, amazed because I, you know, he's trying to teach me numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew all of these terms, be, uh, art terms. Yeah. And, and he's like, what? Museums. 
And I was then teaching him those words. He That's didn't know funny. He wasn't French and he, he was fluent in French, but he wasn't French. And then I was like, I, he was like, I'd say something and he'd be like, how do you know that? And I'm like, oh, because I was doing all this research in, you know, in the Louvre library. And I was doing that back then too. I was using Google translate. And then you see these words all the time and they stick in your head because it's something that you really love. And so you're going to remember that. This is so true. It's really one of the better ways to learn a foreign language. And uh, definitely some great book ideas, guys. I have a few more for you. Yeah, let's hear them. But we should do one. I have a whole bunch of great ideas if you want to try to learn some French, too. That's We should do a whole nother one about that. So here's a couple really great ones. And these are... These are in English for you guys. Um, a really great book is called How pa- How Paris Became Paris by um, Jean, Jean, like I'm trying to give her, <laughs> Jean uh, de Jean. Um, it focuses on specific events in the history of Paris. The very first chapter of this book is about Pont Neuf. And so it takes, it takes these very specific times of Paris. Um, but the very first chapter of the book is the best thing about it. Um, and it was fascinating. And I read this probably eight, nine years ago. And I still remember everything, a single thing in this chapter. And I think about it every time I walk over Pont Neuf, <laughs> probably every other day. But it's fantastic. Um, it just about the bridge and how the bridge was created and what was happening on the bridge because it's a the first one was side sidewalks and had those little, you know, turrets to sit in. And there were the crime that was going on there and, and how people like the police knew that people always had to cross Pont Neuf. Um, and so they would just stand there and wait for like the criminals to come over. <laughs> the floor. But it was fantastic. It has lots of historical etchings and photos um, that learns every, you can learn everything from Place de Vosges to Houseman. It's a real, real good one. Um, I still pick it up from time to time just to read a chapter of it. Another one that I loved is um, like Alistair Horne's Seven Ages of Paris, much like this one I just mentioned, it takes a few specific slices of moments in the history of Paris. It starts with Philippe Auguste and his uh, great wall that included um, the Louvre when the Louvre was built. Um, and then it goes to Henry IV. It has some Louis XIV, Napoleon, the Commune, which we talked about a few weeks ago, the Treaty of De- uh, Versailles and de Gaulle. Um, it's all really done. It's research, um, but it's not overly technical. Sometimes when you read these history books, is sometimes you're like, okay, I, you know, not me because I love it. But sometimes you could be like, okay, I just glazed over. I just, yeah. it gets, sometimes it gets too like a professor. Um, Another one, and this woman has done three books, um, Susan Cahill. She has written three different books that are kind of for this the Paris Explorer. One that's called The Hidden Gardens of Paris. Um, a second one, The Streets of Paris. And then just recently, last year, she wrote one called Sacred Paris. And these are great because like The Hidden Gardens and The Streets of Paris give you these like real in-depth details about some of the streets and the history. And you know that I love that because we do that here on the podcast. Um, I haven't read it in years, but it's really, really good. Um, and I love to read those. Uh, the Chardin de Luxembourg and the, and the Tuileries are featured in there. Um, but there's a bunch of small green little treasures of um gardens with all of the different Verweigon benches that we just talked about when we talked about Louis the 14th and Marie Antoinette's escaping. Um, but her, her book highlights a few of the details in the parks. Um, and then also um, some other, it'll even say, this is a great place to go take us, you know, your lunch and sit outside. Um, another one, um, the blue guide Paris, if you're going to get a guidebook, um, which 
someday soon you should get my guidebook. I am working on that, but a really great guidebook um, for anywhere you're going is called the blue guide. I don't know if they even actually publish these anymore. You could find older versions on it, but I have one of Paris that I bought years ago before I even first came here. And the blue guide, um, they do ones for like Rome and Italy and London. They're really great because they're very culture specific. It really goes into art and culture. It's not like a Rick Steves guidebook where it's like, you know, go here and go here for your cheap lunch. (laughs) This is really great culture. It goes more into the museums and things like that. Those are really great. Um, And another one that I love to mention is Ina Caro. She wrote this book called Paris to the Past. And it is a book that is goes Paris, but outside of Paris as well, because it's all about short train trips. I think it's like within an hour, hour and a half from Paris. And it's really cool. She used to be a writer for a magazine. And her husband was too, and she loved France and the history and they came here and then she figured out she does it, did it where, you know, she'd be like, you leave, you know, from Gare Nord and then you go um, north to Chanty and then she does a whole thing about the history of that. She also did it like for Fontainebleau and the first time I went to Fontainebleau, I have this book um, and I've also downloaded it and I've also downloaded the audio audio version of it because the first time we went to Fontainebleau and I was on my way out there on the train I listened to the episode or I listened after about Fontainebleau and it was so cool um and you know I think that's actually now it just dawned on me that's something we do but (laughs) (laughs) everything inspires you but it's really it's a really great book um and it's always filled I love any of those things that are go a little bit deeper than the normal books um but there's so many that I have of my favorite. When I when I started to make a list of them for the podcast, I was like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I have like 30 things on the list. And that's what I was like, okay, we should probably break these out a little bit. Um, You'll narrow it down. <laughs> there's so many great books. And, you know, now there's like a million books about Paris. There's a million books about people that came to Paris and found themselves. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of them that seem to be kind of the same. You know, if I see another book about that, you know, based on, the real story of that apartment they found that had been closed off for like 50 years and they opened it. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. The first one, the Paris apartment was great. And then now it's like, I swear, I think every week I see a different, a new one with that same exact parameter. Oh no. (laughs) It's like, okay, let's not do these ones, but these are good when you really want to learn the history. Um, I'm not a historical fiction kind of person. I like the real old, this is the real stuff. Um, and these are ones I go to all the time in my research. So and there you have it, guys. You can be the next Claudine Hemingway. <laughs> just gave they don't want to read that much. <laughs> all her secrets are in this podcast. So make sure you try at least one of these books. If you don't feel like Google translating your whole entire book, you can definitely check out the English versions. And which books will we talk about next week, Claudine? Well, next week, I think we'll have to go a little. We could talk about some of my favorite art books. Ah, there you go. All right, guys. So for you art buffs, you want to tune in next week, you'll get all your favorite art books about French art next week. And make sure you head over to ClaudineHemingway.com to learn more. Thanks for listening today, guys. If you're interested in learning more about Claudine, her tours, history, and the beautiful photographs that she posts all over Instagram, tune into her website, ClaudineHemingway.com.